Oh, by the way, welcome to uh, Not My Rabbit Hole, the podcast. Here's somebody. Hi. Hi, Germinator. Thank you for joining. I know who you are, too. Thank you for being here again. I'm going to, I guess I can wave back at you. Can I wave back? I waved. Awesome. Yeah, I was just uh, hanging out. I'm, I, I, you know, I do my podcast at, at, at midnight. And I looked and it said only eight of your followers are online right now. And I'm like, wow, are, are, are all my, all, all my friends on, on Instagram old people? And they just went, yeah, you know, it's Friday night. I think I'm just going to go, just going to go to bed right now. And, you know, relax. I almost had that feeling, you know, I, you know, I thought, oh, you know, but no, no, I gotta, gotta be here and talk about stuff because. <laughs> hey, you give me the thumbs up. Thank you. Thanks for giving me the thumbs up. I guess maybe it's just, it might just be you and me tonight. Hey, the pressure's on, right? Hey, all you need is one, one person to be, uh, you know, listening or, or, or relating to you. Yeah. I made uh last week when I did the show, I made a uh, lemon and honey and hot water. And I said, you know, I, I read about it. So this might lose weight. And then today I thought, you know, what, I'm just gonna put a little brandy in it tonight. I don't know if it's going to have the same weight loss. Uh, but I, I thought I'd just put uh, a little bit of brandy in it. Uh, well, you know, March 4th came and went, I thought maybe, you know, Trump was going to come back and assume office. He's coming back. You know, there was a big March 4th, get ready, everybody. We're, we're going to, you know, there's still hope, you know, that the, he's really going to take office again. And uh, yeah, that was the conspiracy that was going around. There was a lot of people in the, uh, I shouldn't go like this. I have a bad habit of doing that. Okay. I, obviously, if you're going to listen to this on audio, you're you're not going to see what I'm doing on my neck right here. But I, it's just a little nervous tick I'm noticing that I'm kind of picking up on. Uh, yeah, apparently Trump was some, you know, there was a big rumor. There's these people that it's part of the UFO conspiracy people. I know like... On Instagram, I have a lot of, I've, I've done a lot of different things, right? I've done a lot of different types of media. Um, uh, some people uh, know me from being a comedian and doing stage work and uh, doing a reality show, being on Last Comic Standing. Maybe some people know me from that. Then I got into uh, doing uh, internet radio, uh, specifically with a focus on cannabis, right? Cannabis education. Uh, benefits for uh, like, for example, in California, uh, we used to have dispensaries. We used to have a lot of dispensaries where, where before before the pandemic. I always said before nine eleven because it's almost the same thing, right? Before before this before this other shitty thing happened to us. Before before you know the JFK conspiracy. You know before JFK was assassinated. Uh, before we had nine eleven. Before we had the pandemic. Uh, what was my point now? <laughs> Before we had the pandemic, uh, we had medical marijuana dispensaries. And there were so many medical marijuana dispensaries in California that an article came out that there were more medical marijuana dispensaries than there were Starbucks. And that's, you know, really bad. So, uh, the DEA and uh, cracked down on that, and there was a lot of raids that happened in the dispensaries, uh, probably like around 
2007. And I happened to get caught up in one of those raids. Um, I, I actually um, added some of some of this. I, some of what I'm talking about right now became part of my comedy routine uh, because uh, at the time I was doing a show with Jeffrey Peterson. Shout out to Jeffrey Peterson. He's also here on Instagram, and we did a show called the Dope Show together, and it was at the Ice House in Pasadena. And so uh, that was getting controversy, believe it or not. Because at the time, uh, there was a medical marijuana dispensary in Pasadena that was, uh, some of them were closed down. They closed them down too. Because each, in the, even though the state legalized medical marijuana back in 1997, uh, you know, each city could zone out any type of medical marijuana dispensary uh, that was there. And it's called a collective, all right? The, the, the dispensary idea was that you um, you signed on to have that dispensary grow your plants for you as an individual patient. Each patient, if you were a medical marijuana patient, each patient uh, gets six uh, healthy mature plants and six non-mature plants. Twelve plants could basically be in a possession of, uh, of an individual patient. So... If, if you join a dispensary, you were um, giving them authorization for them to grow your marijuana for you. Therefore, when you go there, you can purchase it. Kind of like another role, mo uh, 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 role model of this is, be is used for raw milk farms. People that want to get raw milk would do the same thing. They would, you know, they would have their one farmer to go get their raw milk. And I guess that's how they, and they got raided too. Okay, so apparently having this kind of thing where you say, well, you know what, I'll let you grow some of my stuff for me or, you know, I'm going to get the raw milk from you. You know, I don't understand the whole raw milk thing. Like why, why, like really, do we have to have the DEA go and like raid people for drinking milk that are not pasteurized? I guess it's some sort of danger, but then it makes you wonder, well, because things are so screwy, like you're, it's so over the top that you're like, well, maybe there's really something good in that pasteurized milk and uh, that that raw milk. And, you know, maybe that's why they're, they're doing it, but whatever. So I got caught up in one of those raids, all right, which was a really random thing because uh, Jeffrey Peterson and I, Peterson and I, were invited to National Lampoon Radio, which they had their offices down on Sunset Boulevard. <clears throat> and I didn't have a car at the time. And there was this guy that was a friend of mine. And uh, he worked for a doctor that did medical marijuana recommendations. And she had an office that she was setting up in a building in North Hollywood that was in the same it was in the same building as the dispensary was, all right? So the dispensary got raided, and then uh, everybody from the dispensary ran over into our room, and, you know, we were all held by gunpoint and everything. It was full-on, like, it's like a movie, really. It's, it, it's almost like you when it's, re it's really happening to you, because you've seen it on TV so many times, then you're like, oh, my God, this is real. And then, you know, there was the guns and everything like that, and, you know, hit the floor, and, you know, I got handcuffed and, you know, the whole, the whole spiel. 
you know, at the end, you know, when I was getting ready to check out, you know, the, the main uh, DA guy looked at me and he said, you know, so, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, what are you doing here today? And I explained to him how I was in, you know, going to the radio station and this and that and blah, 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 and everything. And, um, I said, you know, I, I said, that's what, you know, that's what happened. And he looked at me and he goes, so have you ever, have you ever smoked marijuana before? And I looked at him and I said, on occasion, yes. And he goes, are you a, a medical marijuana patient? I said, no. And then he asked me that, you know, the, have you ever smoked marijuana? And I said, on occasion, yes. And he says, well, you know, that's the most honest thing anybody said to me here today. So why don't you just go ahead and check out? And that's what I did. And then uh, af after that, I was, um, I was supposed to um, do an article with the Pasadena Weekly because there was some controversy around the show. And uh, so when I called them up and I said, oh, I was just in a raid right now. And they go, oh, we'll get here immediately. We want to talk to you. And the um, editor of the magazine was pro marijuana. And so he wanted to make it a cover story. So all of a sudden I was on the cover of the Pasadena Weekly blowing marijuana smoke and words bong loads of justice and all this kind of stuff. And I really, I wasn't really a pot person, really. I mean, yeah, I smoked it, you know, uh, you know, once in a while. I was smoking it more then in my life than I, I never had before. But, you know, I never really, like, I was never a stoner comic. And uh, and I never, you know, I, I, I like, there's some comedians, like, uh, for example, Cheech and Chong or, or, um, What's that guy that was on? He was on last comics. He he did Super Jaime. You, you probably know who I'm talking about. Doug um, Doug Benson. That's right, right? Doug is this Doug Benson? Okay. He was a uh, you know he he was on last comics Danny, but he was a stoner comic. I mean, some people thought that like Mitch Hedberg was like a stoner comic. There was like there is a genre of of like the stoner comedian, but. The experience of the raid really kind of, it really changed my life because I actually did vote for medical marijuana. And when uh, I was near it, when I thought everything that I was doing was absolutely legal, I didn't think that I was breaking the law in any way. And when I was handcuffed and on the floor, you know, you know, on my knees and we're all on our knees and I'll, I'm all looking around and I'm going, you know, the hell is going on in my life right now, right? I had this inner feeling inside myself where I said, um, this is an accident. Like, you know, you have those moments where you're like, I think I'm supposed to like witness this for some reason. Like there's a reason to, to know what this is like. And, uh, and then inside of my, uh, I, I, I thought, you know, how did it get this bad? Like, how did, how did it get this bad? Like, I knew something, like, as if our rights had been taken away. Because I was thinking, well, I voted for this. And why do you have a gun in my face? And there was, like, all these thoughts about, like, well, what does our vote mean? And what, what does it mean to change laws? And why is the DEA here? And what is it about the cannabis plant that is, you know, so threatening that, you know, just even being next door to it, trying to, you know, even, you know, even if I... I I didn't have a medical marijuana uh, card then, but later on, I got a medical marijuana card. And, uh, you know, I learned about the laws. And I just felt like I wanted to be part of the freedom of that, the education of the cannabis plant. And then I read, 
you know, Jack hairs, uh, the Ibra wears no clothes and, um, you know, realizing that the, the cannabis plant is, is so much more than, than, you know, just, you know, getting stoned, you know, that, that you can make paper and fiber and fuel and energy, and you can, you know, you can fly your, 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 a, a jet plane on it. And, uh, well, I mean, I know that sounds weird. I just said that like, oh, you mean you, you can fly, you can fly a jet airplane on it. Yeah. There's an article that came out legitimate one where a guy plant made, he created a jet out of hemp and he actually can fly it on hemp oil. So, uh, so that is, you know, and that's, the, that's a fact, you know, um, I don't understand why we aren't just util utilizing this plant right now. Like everybody's talking about like global warming and, you know, our carbon footprint and, you know, you're not going to eat meat anymore. It's just going to be like, you know, we're going to have, here's some synthetic meat for you to eat. And, you know, here's this over here and, you know, all this stuff when, if we had used, utilized hemp in the first place, I don't even think we'd even, we would, we could have bypassed this entire situation. And then some people don't think the situation is really real, but see, I think uh, this is my, my prediction, right? Just, just so you know, like germinator underscore X. You, I, maybe you're, 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 I hope you're still here, you know? Um, but if you're not, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter because when this is re-uploaded on Spotify, they'll, they, they may think, well, it doesn't matter. Germinator's probably, we'll assume Germinator's still here, right? Um, it just feels like, <laughs> good, you're still here? <laughs> Yay. <laughs> well, you know, you'll, you'll be a part of, of the, um, of the podcast on Spotify too. I just, I just up, like I said, I just uploaded last week's podcast that's airing right now at the same time on Spotify. It just posted at midnight. Oh, yay. The, 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 the yo-yo lady joined. Hi. Thanks for being here. Uh, this is my midnight podcast. So welcome. I'm giving you a little wave. So, you know, cheers. I'm having a little bit of a, a, a lemon and a brandy and honey hot toddy. And I was talking about uh, right now, the topic is, is the, uh, is the, hi, you're saying hi. Yeah. We're, t I'm talking about the cannabis plant. I'm talking about hemp. And uh, I was just going to get to the point where um, my prediction is that hemp is going to be a major economy uh, in our future. I think that, you know, the way, I mean, you know, if, if we want to have a product here in the United States that we can really make money off of, we can, we can utilize this right way, right away. You know, I mean, the, uh, the declaration of independence was originally written on hemp paper. Now I think it might've transferred to like the wood paper later on, but the original one was, I know for sure was written on hemp paper. Our, our founding fathers, I know people hate them because, you know, right now, uh, because of council culture, you know, the founding fathers are just a bunch of racists, but they were racists who grew weed. All right. So deal with it. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, about, about the racist part, but, uh, 
you know, I think they had it right. I found you by chance, never, never heard of you, but I will listen. Oh, well, welcome. My name is Terry Joyce, and uh, this is actually only my second podcast that I'm doing uh, here on Instagram. And the reason why I started it on Instagram is because uh, I've been doing it on Anchor. And they said, well, you know what? You should incorporate your Instagram, record it originally on Instagram, and then put it up on our podcast and you can help generate, um, you know, more of an audience, I guess, too, as well. And uh, I, I do live stream on my channel on YouTube quite a bit. And uh, my background is I, like I was saying before, I started out as a stand-up comedian. And then I went into doing uh, online media, mainly about cannabis. Like I did a show on the Time for Hemp Network. Uh, I was on um, New Dissident Radio. And, uh, you know, so I, there was always a sort of comedic, but, you know, education uh, and, and um, legalization of uh, the whole plant. You know, I, I think that the cannabis plant is really misunderstood. And uh, there's a there's a, like a lot of really great things about it. By the way, just so you know, uh, I actually have I am um, I sell uh, CBD products on uh, not um, on uh, greatcbddeals.com, um, and it's a really good product. It's um, they use the whole plant. Um, it's third party tested. Um, it's uh, full spectrum, and it's called CBD BioCare. And they have like one. Um, there's like a roll-on that I really love that it smells good and it's it's it just really helps with pain. And also their CBD oil is really, really helpful. Hi, Piranha Campbell124. Uh, you just joined. Thanks you, thanks for being here. This is uh not my rabbit hole at midnight. So um I I, I'm I'm happy to see you guys here. I went before I I, I went to uh po do the show. Uh, I noticed I only had eight friends that were like on online. So I don't know if you're if, if, if half of you were here. Four four out of eight ain't bad, right? So I think that's pretty uh pretty cool. I don't know where you guys are from. Uh, I'm on uh I'm on the west coast, so uh it is midnight for me. But who knows? Uh, maybe. Uh, you're uh, across the country somewhere, I mean, or around the world somewhere, or maybe you just can't sleep tonight. So um, welcome. Maybe there isn't anything good on Netflix. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, another thing that I did that I want to um, share with you, because I think a lot of people don't know, because I'm always thinking, like, when I do my show, like, what point of reference am I going to discuss? Like, you know, you can talk about cannabis plant that might offend people. They're not into it. They don't understand it or whatever. But uh, I say open your mind to, uh, to, to finding out different modalities of healing. And, uh, you know, you can even eat it. You know, there's a hemp oil. doesn't have THC in it. It has all the omega vitamins in it for you. It's really, really, really healthy. So it's good. Um, another thing that I got involved with as I was doing these shows, like on um, Cannabis Times Radio, I, I co-hosted that. And I also uh, was on uh, Normal Show Live with uh, Radical Russ Belleville and did that for a really long time. Uh, like off and on seven years, I did the, the Southern California report. And then I branched off into a different media 
that uh, kind of really has is part of the part of the paradigm of what's happened in the United States. Like, um, and, 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 and for a long time, and I'm, I'm even afraid to say it because now if you even say the word or if you even say the letter, um, you know, you get, you, it, it, the AI intelligence can't tell the difference if you're talking against this topic or you're talking for this topic. It's just like if the word is even mentioned. But I believe I can hint at what it is. Um, it is the 17th letter of the alphabet. Okay, so the 17th letter of the alphabet uh, is a, okay, and a lot of people have that and they put the word anon with it. Okay, so this is what we're talking about. Now, when... Uh, that the 17th letter of the alphabet actually came onto the internet in any capacity. It came on the online media. It was a, a viral uh, type of thing that happened. And I'm going to give you a little bit of the history because the media that I became a part of became part of the media that took it and fueled it. And uh, this was a problem for me. Uh, with the media that I was involved with, because I started to see it happening. And, um, you know, uh, they call the media the truth media. You know, I, be, I became a part of when when I um, got involved with doing online stuff, like doing stuff, even like even my first Instagram uh, things or, or even just like uh, being on Facebook, you know, doing a Facebook live stream. I've always been playing around with live streams. I was doing live streams before these platforms had them. There was a, there was a service called Ustream that you could uh, connect, you know, and, and use your cell phone and do these different things. Now, what got me interested in live streaming was um, a lot of the um, protests and things like Occupy. The first time I I got interested in documenting the Occupy movement and uh, and it, that happened back in uh, 2000, I guess that was what, 2011, we had Occupy Wall Street that broke out, in, in, you know, there in New York, right? And then it sprouted, when it sprouted to Los Angeles and, was, and that movement was sprouting uh, basically in different parts of the world. You know, it, the whole world woke up and said, you know what, there's a 1%. There's a 1% of, of the elite or whatever, or people, whatever you want to call them, there's 1% that have has all of the wealth in the world, mainly. And uh, one of the things that people were upset about at that time, uh, you know, I, I feel like, you know, to me, like 2011 really wasn't that long ago. But if you if you look at in context to, to today, I mean, like, look, we have Elon Musk is wearing Occupy uh, Mars on a T-shirt. That whole thing, that whole Occupy anything, you know, it, it became Occupy became a part of vernacular from the Occupy movement. And, you know, the, I, you know actually, I was talking to this guy and explaining to him here in my place, you know, he used to live, he used to live here. He's not here anymore, but. And he was freaked out about it because what are you talking about? We mean Occupy. Like, what do you? I go, you, you don't, you know, like Occupy Wall Street. You know, do you, I mean, that's how we got that word. That's how we got that terminology, Occupy. You know, there was a one percent. Yeah, I, was, I know there was one percent. I always know there was one percent. I said, well, this is a time where the world, not, not the world, but where people woke up and go, my God, you know, something, something else is happening here. 
what people were upset about was the fact that when Wall Street dropped, like when we had the big crash, remember? Remember Obama was being elected at that time. It, that, that happened during the election of Obama. All right. The banks got bailed out, but the people who had those faulty loans lost their houses. They did not get bailed out. They lost their house. All right. And, uh, you know, when you when you looked into the press, right, I, you would read things in the mainstream media and the mainstream media would go, oh, well, you know, uh, those people that you, we don't really understand what their message is. We don't really understand what their message is. What do you mean you don't understand what the message is? Right. <laughs> What part of this do you not? Yeah, you know, we don't. You know, uh, I don't know if it was a uh, Senator Ted Christie or, I mean, they were just saying things like, you know, oh, these are, you know, whenever you do any type of protest, you go back to the seventies. Oh, those are just a bunch of hippies. Oh, you need to go out and get a job, get a job. You know, uh, go. You're, you're, you know, you're just a drug addict. And it was like the, 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 we were people, they thought the people that were occupying that space were just people that didn't want to have jobs. They're just losers. They're just homeless people. They're just drug addicts. There's people to try to find a place to sit down. It wasn't exactly like that. It wasn't like that at all, really. It was very, very interesting. It's very interesting experience to observe. Uh, when I went there, I was like in the sovereign nation, right? I had a tent there. The reason why I went there is from my show. I, I invited a woman named um, Melissa Ballin, who is a filmmaker that did a documentary about Jack Hare. Okay. And I met her like, you know, at the, um, you know, I'd gone to some of the hemp festivals up in Seattle and stuff. Uh, and I, I believe I was there in 2012, I met her there, and she also did um, a, a documentary called "Searching for Angela Shelton." Uh, Angela uh, Shelton is a, is a survivor of uh, child molestation, child abuse, and it was and it became a film. It actually became a movie and a book. And um, ironically, I had worked. Interesting enough, I worked with Angela Angela Shelton on a um, comedy nation with a uh, Bill Bronner show. All right. So anyway, so we're all kind of interconnected this way. And so I interviewed her and she said, Oh, well, you know, you need to come out there and just come out to the encampment and, and, you know, and, and, uh, you can come and stay in my tent and, you know, the human solution has a tent just like, come on out here. And I thought, well, I, and I, I was on air and I go, well, you know, okay, I'll come out there. And I thought, well, if I'm going to tell people on, on my show, that I'm going to go out to, you know, to occupy, I better, I better go out there and, and, uh, check it out. And they were encamped at the, um, city hall in Los Angeles. You know, I don't, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that area at all or what that looks like. And at the same time, by the way, uh, Michael Jackson the Michael Jackson trial was taking place at the same time. And I oftentimes wonder, I go, did they allow everybody to be out there and be out there with Occupy because they were kind of covering up the Michael Jackson thing, right? <laughs> like, were they trying to distract the, the Michael Jackson thing that, you know, that his doctor really did off him? You know, I mean, I, look, don't, I'm just talking, I'm just speculating. Don't say, oh, you know, he, that didn't happen or whatever. I mean, I just, 
But I wonder, it was a big media blitz. I mean, they, every single special interest group that had anything to do with anything that they wanted to make a statement, they all came down there. Everybody who had anything that they wanted to, you know, and I was even down there for, for Occupy 420, okay? Occupy 420 was coined by a woman named Dejay Kuti, who uh, is has a, a nonprofit called the Patient Advocacy Network. And I was on the board of directors. So we went down to sign signatures, to get signatures signed, to take to Nancy Pelosi. You know Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. I don't know, to me, like, Nancy Pelosi, I think, pounds down a little bit of liquor. They go, oh, they, they, that was a, a distortion. I think we need to... Okay, anyway. <laughs> Whitney! Hi, Whitney. Welcome to Not My Rabbit Hole Podcast. All right, you know, guys, I'm going to do a pretend. I, I'm, I'm going to do a pretend. Uh, well, now it's not pretend. I have to, I have to do like, hey, uh, we'll be right back with more Not My Rabbit Hole Podcast. Welcome back to Not My Rabbit Hole, the podcast. I'm Terry Joyce, your host. <laughs> okay. All right. So before the break, I was talking about Occupy and how all that stuff was going on. And, you know, that we had done Occupy 420 and I was on the board of directors and all that stuff. Okay. I noticed... When I was at Occupy, that the media was not reporting the truth. I noticed that when I started to learn the truth about the cannabis plant, that I had been lied to about what it really was, right? The whole, like, just say no to drugs and, you know, uh, marijuana is a gateway drug, right? Well, you know, nobody's ever died from ever ODing on cannabis, right? It's so misunderstood that there's a plant that has the bud that you can use as a medicine or you can use recreationally or you can do all kinds of extract the CBD out of. There's so many different properties that are so good for your body, right? Didn't know any of that stuff. Didn't know that, you know, I could actually have, you know, make toilet paper out of, out of hemp. Right. I mean, I, you know, there's so many things that you could do that so many things that you'd be provided for that as I see it, you know, the first fake news was William Randolph Hearst when he ran, you know, you, you know, in, the month. Oh, you know, it, that's the first racist thing, you know, was, was what happened to cannabis. Like, Oh, you know, like the, the, the Mexicans are bringing it over the border and you know, the white women are smoking it and screwing the, the black jazz musicians. You know, we can't have that in this country. We can't have that. Well, that was the whole campaign for it, you know, and guess who was behind that? Guess who's, Guess who's behind that? The Rockefellers, J.P. Morgan, the DuPonts, you know, every... It's 1%. The 1% is behind. Same people that are like with Wall Street, you know, they don't want to have that. They, they suppressed an industry by, you know, the newspapers, 
by regulation, by making a cannabis tax, by doing all these things. And now, now we find out that we have cannabinoid receptors in our body. We are designed to consume hemp, cannabis, CBD, something. And some, that's why you can give it to your cat. That's why you can give it to a dog. You can give pet CBD oil to a pet because they have an endocannabinoid system. That's why they, that's why they can consume it. So I'm thinking we have all these diseases happening and we are missing a nutrient that the human body has needed for like, what, like nearly a hundred years now. I mean, now we're, you know, we're, we're, we're becoming to, to get there, but I've seen people, I've watched people in my life actually deny themselves the possibility of using the decarboxylated form of it, which some people call the Rick Simpson's oil, that people have like gone into remission. They ha it, it, they have they were told, hey, you know, you're gonna go. You know, we cannot help you anymore. And people that were in stage four cancer use this, and it, it prolonged their life. They claim, I mean, if there's a, if there's anything that you watch from what I'm talking about right now, it's called Run From the Cure by Rick Simpson. Watch that movie. It's on YouTube. It's about an hour long and you will be astonished on some of the information that has been suppressed by us. And I'm thinking... Look, what if somebody had a cure for cancer and they said, you know what? Cancer cures. Cancer, uh, you know, uh, water cures cancer. Lemons cure cancer. What if it was like, oh, you know, we found out that if we took a rare form of lemon and we, we did blank, blank, blank to it, people rubbed it on their forehead and their skin cancer went away. Isn't it amazing? And then you have the FDA going, oh, you got to be approved. You got to do this. You got to do that. No, we can't have that. We can't have that. Put your pink ribbon on. Shut up. <laughs> right? I don't know. I just think that if anything could help anybody, it should be immediately, you know, uh, looked into. And I just, I just don't, I just don't see that happening. I'm even afraid to say that. Oh, don't criticize. Don't criticize the official word of the doctor. You know, I mean, I, you know, we, we've been so programmed by film and television. You know, we think our doctor is George Clooney. And it's just somebody who wants to, like, write you a prescription because so, he knows he's going to get a kickback on that one. He didn't give a shit about your side, fat, side effects, right? I mean, I think, like, people, well, do you know the side effects of, like, marijuana? I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, you're gonna, you might get paranoid. I might, but you know, uh, you, you know, considering, you know, like a, a, you know, stroke and blank, 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 blank. If I take, you know, something to like help my psoriasis, I'm thinking, hmm, <laughs> whatever the disease is, like I literally, the side effects are worse than the disease. Is it me? Is it me that thinks that, or is there, is there just, you know, is everybody just okay with it? Sometimes I look at people in my life, they just seem like they're okay with it. Well, my doctor gave it to me, but, you know, I go, yeah, but you're going to grow an arm out of your back later. <laughs> do, you, do you know that? Okay, well, whatever. But I guess when we're, when we're sick, you know, we want to be well and we, we want to trust everything. Ask your doctor. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. 
right. So uh, I'm trying to keep basically what this is, what my show is. It's a um, it's it's a satirical rant for the apocalyptic times. That's how I say it. And, you know, of course, like being like saying, well, if anything's apocalyptic, it means that I'm a doomsdayer. I'm not really a doomsdayer. Right. But um, I've had a lot of people in my life right now. Even my mom, you know, I've never seen anything like this before. Like what we're going through right now, I, this is just, I just don't know. And what do you say about that? What is that like the the Chinese uh, curse or something like that? Where they say, you may you live in interesting times. Like that's not necessarily you know, a good thing. It's hard to find out what the truth is, right? Like, you know, and even if you talk about the truth or you talk about what you think the truth is, you know, you, you, you know, because of counselor culture or whatever, you know, no, you can't share that information. I mean, you notice even right now I'm, I'm getting, you know, the 17th letter of the alphabet, the 17th letter of the alphabet, I want to go into more of that because I, I feel like I have, I have, I've seen that thing up really close and personal. I've seen it up close and personal because I, I, because, because of the way the media is. And I was kind of going off about how I started out in Occupy and started, but that's how it started for me. It was almost like, <clears throat> it's like becoming a quasi, and I don't want to call myself a journalist, right? But you know, I have gone in and photographed and, you know, tweeted and gotten footage and, you know, explored and, you know, investigated uh, certain things and brought it into the uh, social media arena. Um, you know, so um, I love it. I love, you know, I think, I think this is awesome that I can sit here, you know, at, 12.39 a.m. Pacific Coast time. And talk to you just like this, just sitting here, you know, having a cup of coffee. And I don't have to worry about, you know, getting this approved. I mean, I, the only thing I have to worry about is the fact that, you know, Instagram will get pissed off that I said something and, and take it down or, you know, um, you know, you don't, you know, if, if you, if you say the wrong thing or you, or you get on the, on the, on the bad list, you know, then all of your work is just pulled everywhere. And like, it's like you disappear. I mean, like the internet is digital, you know, like what is permanent? Like what, what words are permanent that would can transcend time that, you know, the, the, the rest of the humanity in the back that, you know, the future generations can look back and go, oh, wow, did you see that, like, middle-aged woman sitting there with her cup of coffee uh, talking about Occupy <laughs> that happened in 2011 and, 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 and everything, and this is the, how people were back then, you know, it just seems like, you know, with council culture, like, it's just like, well, they, like, 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 there's a, there's a digital burning that's the same as a, a, the burning of books, like the burning of, of our history. And, you know, we were awful in the bad. Your ancestors suck. Our ancestors suck. You know what? Here's the deal. People have sucked. Everybody's kind of sucked. But, you know, I think we have to have some faith in us like my mom called me up one day. She got a DNA test, right? 
And I, I swear to God, I thought my, she goes, Terry, I, I got my DNA test back, you know? I said, oh, really? You know, I thought she was going to go, oh, you know, we're, we're from Africa or whatever. I'm like, yeah, we're from Africa. My mom goes, we're, we're Viking and we're Roman. And I went, oh my God, we're assholes. She's like, what? I go, this isn't good news. I go, we were assholes. We were like raping and pillaging people. We're assholes. And she goes, I believe that you're good. There's got to be a good part. I know you're going to find the good part of us. And I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that, that, you know, the, I, I think the only way out of this is to, to find the good part of us and be the good part of us and forgive the bad part of us and forgive the bad part of other people and, you know, fucking get over it. Right. Okay. On that note, I want to thank those of you who have Mina came in. Hi, Mina. Thanks for being here. This is not my rabbit hole, the podcast with Terry Joyce on Instagram. And I'm going to re-upload this on my Spotify. Well, actually, I re-uploaded re Anchor and the Anchor sends it out to Spotify and different places. But you can follow me on Anchor at not my rabbit hole with Terry Joyce. Not my rabbit hole because I'm sick of, it's because of the red pill stuff. You know, it's like, you know, like all that stuff, all this, I go, no, you know, that's not my rabbit hole. That's how I got it. That's how I got the him. Came up with the name. Anyway, good night, you guys. Or good morning. And um, thanks for uh, joining in tonight. Take care. Mm-hmm. <laughs>